0: This is Plant-Based Briefing, Is It Expensive To Be Plant-Based? Quite the opposite, it turns out, by Don Yannick at TheBeat.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is the Curated Content Plant-Based Podcast for people short on time but curious about plant-based and vegan living. I curate and get permission to read to you some of the best plant-based and vegan content out there in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. Today's post is from TheBeat.com. They're a plant-based media platform and they offer a variety of information on food, health, news, reviews, expert advice. And now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Is it expensive to be plant-based? Quite the opposite, it turns out, by Don Yannick at TheBeat.com. If you're thinking of going vegan, you can count on one thing. You'll hear all about how expensive it is to be vegan from people who aren't actually plant-based. And if you think you'll dodge those comments because you're only making a partial switch to being vegetarian, think again. A recent study actually found that vegans and vegetarians save an average of $23 in comparison with their meat-eating counterparts during weekly grocery shopping. Personally, I wish I had a dollar for every time someone said that it was pricey to me, because by now I'd have a whole lot of money to fund that supposedly expensive lifestyle of mine. I'd heard this myth so many times, I just kind of accepted it as a fact. And I was okay with that. Once I made the decision not to eat meat for ethical reasons, I wasn't going to be swayed by a few extra dollars. I just figured that I'd budget a little differently and cut corners elsewhere. But when I made the change, my grocery bills didn't go up. In fact, they went down. Way down. And I'm not alone. One study published in the Journal of Hunger and Environmental Nutrition in 2015 found that vegetarians spend an average of $750 less on food per year than their meat-eating counterparts, a number that's likely even higher today. Why? Simply put, meat is expensive, and over the last 10 years, the prices of animal products like beef and seafood have increased by more than 40%. And the better the quality, the higher the prices. Many plant-based sources of protein, on the other hand, are incredibly affordable, Beans, lentils, chickpeas, and other legumes are the cheapest sources of protein on the planet, says Robert Graham, M.D., an internal functional and integrative medicine specialist and the founder of Fresh Med NYC at Physiologic in Brooklyn. One bag of beans can last a family of two for days, and if you add whole grains to them—brown rice, quinoa, barley—you have the perfect meal with protein, complex carbohydrates, and all nine essential amino acids. And let's not forget the other stars of the show in your plant-based diet, the vegetables and fruits that provide even more vitamins and minerals as well as antioxidants. Yes, buying organic produce can get pricey, but not everything you eat has to be organic. Dr. Graham says that certain foods are worth it, though, namely whatever tops the Environmental Working Group's Dirty Dozen list. This year, that dubious distinction goes to strawberries, spinach, and kale— So go organic with those items if possible. For the others, you can keep costs down with non-organic items at the grocery store, or even better, by buying local. CSAs can be an affordable option, and one that is perhaps even better for the planet than choosing organic, since the food doesn't have to travel. Or look to Misfits Market, a website that sells and ships boxes of misfit produce, which may look odd, but taste just the same, at nearly 40% less than grocery store prices the real culprits in a high vegan grocery bill? Pre-packaged foods, as well as mock meats and cheeses. Those pre-packaged foods aren't a whole lot different than what non-vegans buy, except, you know, they're vegan. They all cost more to some degree because they're convenient, and you pay a premium for that convenience. And while we're on the topic, it's important to note that those healthy-sounding foods might not be as healthy as they seem there's a good chance that they're overly processed and preservative-laden, which means that if you're not careful, you could be adding a ton of sodium, GMOs, and herbicides into your diet. Some products hide behind the banner of natural, says Dr. Graham. Try to buy foods without labels, the whole real foods. You can save a bundle and eat healthier, of course, by flexing your own culinary skills. Dr. Graham, who is also a certified chef, says that plant-based cooking lends itself particularly well to batch cooking, since you can cook up a bunch of beans, legumes, and grains at the same time, but vary up your meals with a few simple tweaks. That's the beauty of understanding your herbs and spices, he says. You can make a bean and grain bowl Mexican very easily, and also an Indian one. He's also a fan of clean-out-your-fridge-stew, which is exactly what it sounds like, throwing all of the leftover produce in your fridge into a broth base of onions, garlic, and celery, then stewing it down. No wasted food, no wasted money, and of course, it's delicious. Making your own non-dairy milk is also a great way to save money, since alternative milk products do tend to be more expensive than factory-produced cow's milk, though on par with organic versions. While this may sound daunting, it's a lot easier than you think. A Vitamix is the best, but you don't even need one. You just need a good blender, says Dr. Graham. You put raw cashews into boiling water, let it sit for 15 minutes, and then you blend it up. You have cashew milk in 15 minutes. You can also make your own oat milk, rice milk, and almond milk. But there's so much more to the cost of a diet than the amount you spend on groceries every week. The bigger picture encompasses the rising healthcare costs associated with eating too much meat and other animal products. One recent study estimated that if Americans actually ate according to the recommended dietary guidelines, the country could save $180 billion in healthcare costs and $250 billion if they gave up animal products altogether. And let's not forget the savings and other benefits that you as an individual could reap. A slew of research extols the positive effects of plant-based diets on everything from weight loss to your mood to disease prevention and intervention. Vegan diets may protect against multiple chronic illnesses, says Dr. Graham. They've been linked to a lower risk of heart disease, diabetes, arthritis, and hypertension. You either pay the farmer now or you pay the doctor later. One guess as to which option is cheaper and a lot more pleasant. You just listened to Is It Expensive to Be Plant Based? Quite the opposite, it turns out, by Don Yannick at TheBeat.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, your host, and I couldn't agree more. When we went whole food plant based, our grocery bills dropped significantly. And yes, when we buy plant based meats and convenience foods, those are expensive, but they're a treat. They're not what we eat all the time. And don't be fooled by people who say plant-based meats are not healthy. Well, they may not be as healthy as whole foods, but they are definitely healthier than actual meat or flesh. You can refer back to episodes 59 and 114 for information on that. 59 is called Stanford Medicine Studies Shows Nutrition Benefits of Plant-Based Meat. And 114 is... Study eating five plant-based meat meals a week can improve gut health. And regarding plant milks, one tip I learned from Chef AJ is to make almond milk quickly, you just blend one cup of water with one teaspoon of almond butter. It takes just seconds, and that's what I do for recipes all the time. I don't want to use my expensive soy milk or almond milk or oat milk that we use for cereals or fancy coffees that we make at home. And oat milk can be made in literally seconds as well. I have a recipe that I'll share and a link to a YouTube video that I found that is fantastic for oat milk. And I also remember a podcast I was listening to where the guest was talking about driving cross-country and how he managed to eat plant-based on the way very inexpensively he would stop at a grocery store and get a can of beans and some potatoes or potato wedges from the hot bar and some greens and make a simple bowl. So it can be easy and inexpensive if we think about things differently. As Brigitte Jam said in episode 161, eating plant-based, we can free ourselves from the three-part dinner many of us were raised on, usually a meat, a starch, and some sad vegetable. And that's exactly how I was raised, so... Learning how to eat plant-based did require a whole mindset shift, but it's so much more delicious, so much less expensive, and so much more creative. And once I learned what I was doing, it's actually really easy. And it really does lend itself to batch cooking, so even if I don't spend a couple of hours on the weekend prepping for the week, whatever I make on a given night usually can be made in excess and kept in the fridge to use again later. So if I'm going to make rice, I'll make a bunch extra and have it in the fridge for the week. Same with pasta, same with potatoes and sweet potatoes. When I roast veggies for a meal, I roast plenty more so they're available in the fridge later in the week. And when I make some of our favorite sauces, I make enough to last the week as well. So even if I didn't do a dedicated prep session, we end up with a bunch of healthy food in the fridge ready to throw together for another meal. So if you'd like to support the podcast, please do so by leaving a five-star rating and quick review on Apple Podcasts. Just go to the show page and scroll partway down and you'll see the section to leave a rating and review. And please, as always, share this with anyone who might benefit. Thanks for listening.